customized movies. The following film has not been rated by the Motion Picture Association of America due to explicit sexual content. Explicit sexual content is not intended for viewers under the age of 18. KTBR Break Room! Hear the drama get wicked! Guess what? I got a fever! And the only prescription is more cowbell! You're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're in your late 60s, early 70s. What's the secret? I don't dare tell you. (laughs) No meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. Okay, I think... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ernie. That was great. I actually heard that. Our world is in peril. Gaia, the spirit of the earth, can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet. She sends five magic rings to five special young people. Charles. From Africa, the power of Earth. From North America. Mark Hudson. With the power of fire. From the Soviet Union. Dirty Dirty Dustin. With the power of wind. From Asia, Thomas the Tank, with the power of water. And from South America, Purvis, with the power of heart. When the five powers combine, they summon Earth's greatest champion, the Break Room. Go Go Break break room. Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. you want to make love in the Break Room? Episode 255 of The Break Room. We are back again. Surprisingly so. Thank you I would like to make love in the Break Room. How and about you, Mark? We are in the Break Room, so pull yeah. down your... Pull down your putt, your pants or your putts. <laughs> pull your putt in, the, pull in your, the break room. Pull your putt and I'll left you in the butt. I wish I knew how to quit you. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Brew Bloods. That's the sound I make when I jizz. <laughs> I like the extra little fart at the end of that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> when you're running out. You're that's, shooting, that's when you squeeze just the last the part last, of the jizz The out. last drips out and, <laughs> and you're shooting dust at the end. That's what the, the, the very well, last sound that I connected makes. to their genitalia. <laughs> Welcome back to episode uh, 255 again. We're uh, once again here to discuss everything. Well, this is the first time we're going to 255. It is the first time, but I'm still welcome back. You said welcome again to 255. I'm welcoming them them again to 255. (laughs) Lord. Are you sure you know what you're saying? No, I have no idea what I'm saying. (laughs) That's right. Wait a couple of episodes to make sure you are really back this time and not just toying with my emotions before I actually called you. And while I'm not like famous or can't do a really cool uh, famous person impersonation, uh, I like to think that uh, I'm fairly well known. But if not, hey, Marla, how you guys doing? Glad you're back. Uh, I think I called it. 
because you all are just can't stay away from the fame and fortune that the podcast world is bringing you. Definitely not the fortune. I know y'all are just fame whores. Um, really enjoying this last episode. It's the second one of your re-rebirth of the break room. Uh, Much like getting uh, your re revirginization in the church. <laughs> right. You just got done with your list, Dustin, of things you'd remember from the 90s. And are you sure that that list wasn't really uh, called things that girls of the 90s would remember? Because <laughs> straight up, like, 80% of that list was shit that only girls would really remember. Like, yin yang necklaces. How many dudes in the 90s of kids' age wore that shit? I'll tell you that since you're all of a similar age, I think I'm a couple years older than you all, but uh, I I was a yin-yang freak, uh, as well as, like, those weird print posters that were all over the fucking place all over my room. Um, bicycle shorts. Yeah, total girl thing. You not wear that shit. It was what you wore under your skirt so that you didn't look like a slut from wearing a short skirt. So you wore bicycle shorts. Platform shoes. What fucking do kid, dude kid in the 90s wore platform dude kid. shoes? It was a girl thing. Banana clips. I call her hair extensions. Come on, guys. I know you don't do research, but maybe try to read the title or see who's really writing the article so you don't get pissed off at the list and call it bullshit when maybe the list wasn't for you because you have penises. <laughs> She actually didn't get cut Damn off for the it. first time. <laughs> we had a wager she, going behind the scenes. She did toot a couple times during that, but yeah. outside of that, that was a little weird. I love but yeah, voice cock. It didn't say that on the list. It just said things people remember from the 90s. Right. Sure, and we sure. assess, in fairness, we, we said assess- in the middle of it, we assessed that it was for women. So it's not like we didn't say that during it. Yeah, we can't help the fact that... We did that- not get mad that it was for women. We just right. said we didn't relate to it. But look, uh, you would think that uh, since we always stared at the other gender, that we would, we would remember these things. But uh, females don't not. have the right. Especially Fair since Thomas was always dropping his pencil so he could bend down and look underneath girls' skirts <laughs> right. at the time. You True. think he would remember bike shorts? Hey. Did you have a better tactic for doing something? <laughs> yeah, that's why I got a mirror on the long on the, on the end of a long pole. Okay, well, <laughs> well, he had those giant mirrors on the tips of his shoes. It was yeah. crazy. The big disco mirrors. <laughs> that's weird. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, just remember, though, one thing that's bullshit about that list is uh, the whole rice uh, necklace thing where they write the name on the piece of rice from a necklace. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that being big in the 90s. And some of the things I think was just like maybe a regional thing that was big in the 90s that this person just lived in their bubble, so it was big in their town, so therefore it was big in the 90s. Anywho... Uh, that and writing your name on a piece of rice and putting it in a necklace <laughs> can be found today. Uh, go to the boardwalk pier, like Santa Monica, uh, boardwalk pier there. They have, there's like a... Uh-oh. Struggling. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just went to... No! <laughs> and... If it's something like this, I'm glad to be your whole... She got really good there. Really good phone quality for a second. <laughs> All of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a Dirty Sanchez. I was just thinking how, you know, that that is the great penis 
Yeah, that's pretty much the end of the call right there. Yeah, that that kind of faded out. I will say, though, what her last point was there. I do remember the whole rice, writing your name on a piece of uh, rice. Just for the A-hole. In the malls all the time. I don't know if that was just regional. Yeah, I don't don't remember that at all. I don't remember that either. I'm pretty sure I didn't remember it in the episode either. We talked about it. That's true. It's because you were drinking and doing a lot of blow. <laughs> that's very true. He did so Constantly. much Constantly. While we were doing the episode yes, or back then when it was popular? No, while we were doing the episode. Okay. Dustin just opened his ass cheeks and you did <laughs> lines over and over again in that. So Speaking, he has lines in his ass cheeks? Yeah, listen, he has ready lines of coke in his ass cheeks. Speaking of ass cheeks, we do welcome you back after your large bout of diarrhea. God. <laughs> You do, just, do you need Mark to rub any cream on your anus or anything? You're, you're are you, you going to do okay? In two weeks, if I still was in bad position. But do you still want him to rub cream on your anus? Well, yeah, he'll, he'll treat it like a button. He won't go. He won't go deep on you. <laughs> he'll be gentle. God, I'm never gentle. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> All right, we'll just know that's available if you need it. It's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. Taste Buddies, assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shop, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donut, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or a mixed special. Sometimes I get a coffee, or some next one I can't say properly. so hungry, I'm biting my lips. Do you sometimes get a coffee, Mark? Sometimes I get a coffee. A lamb shish, or fish special. So, Dustin, you have the Taste Buddies this time. <laughs> I do. We couldn't find Ecto Cooler. We couldn't find Crystal Pepsi. But you found some other product that we could review. Well, as far as the snack game goes, I would say the biggest player in DFW is l- probably Lay's, the biggest local produced snack game. I would say they're probably one of the bigger ones in the world, not True. just DFW. But I'm saying for DFW, <laughs> I mean, they're probably me, the biggest one. Call me silly, but, but I think they're pretty big. They're silly. They're a pretty good little big producer right. of chips. But Nabisco's big. not based here. Nestle's not based here. If you're talking about based here, best here, you're probably talking about ladies for the snack game. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we've done a similar snack or taste buddies to this in the past. It's them and J.C. Penny. Uh, J.C. Penny, not so much in the snack game. <laughs> They're edible. But edible. Uh, those are not the two only corporate giants here. <laughs> okay, Jamba Juice. They haven't been next to each other, but uh, there are more corporate giants. here. Jamba Juice true. produces an edible. They're, they're here. Best here. That's true. JCPenney, no edibles. You don't know that. I had some uh, uh, edible Mantis there once. Well, you ate Mantis, but that doesn't mean they're <laughs> supposed to be edible. Hey, but just because I'm a goat. Lay's likes to do this bit where they say, here are a couple of different options of chips. Then we're going to go ahead and decide which one we want to mass produce after the fact. That's not very good marketing speak. We did that a few times. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably about. Hey, guys, we've got some chips we want you to name here. Come yeah. up with flavors and stuff. And like two years ago, I think we did this before, where they had three or four special releases, and we compared them, and then I guess they released one of them, which I think that one probably died by this point anyway. So Wasn't it the This hot- is like a really quick uh, bit that they do. Wasn't that the uh, hot lasagna chips or something like that? Uh, I don't think so, but it could have been. So, they released three new bags of chips, which I don't remember the name, so I will grab the bags real quick and take a look. <laughs> All right, so they're doing a Wavy Lay's version, uh, right. which is uh, the Greek uh, tzatziki sauce Wait, is version. This, you're mixing in the ridges here? We have one bag of ridges. Everything else is not. Oh, okay. All right. So, if you like Greek food, uh, I guess supposedly this will uh, satisfy your Greek taste. I don't know if, Tom, Wait, if you want to take a look at is that this first. Gonna, is this going to taste like lamb shish? Uh, no. I don't know. No. It doesn't say that. Over oh, special say that at all. Yeah. Tzatziki, as in the yep. sauce. Tzatziki. Yep. Yeah. That's what I it can't is. recall the last time I had tzatziki sauce, so I have nothing to compare this to. 
When the Greeks mixed dill, garlic, and other unique spices to yogurt, hey, dill. tzatziki became a Mediterranean classic. So yeah, I'm, I don't think you're getting any lamb shish in here. So no, I don't, I don't think so. Am I allowed to throw the, the bag down and say, opa? You can. Now, Mark, do you want to read this one and I'll read the last one? Sure. This, uh, I'll give you the Brazilian one. Since we are on the Rio Olympics, I figured it was very fitting. I'm not exactly sure how you say this, but it's Brazilian pecanha, I guess? Sure, there's a small description on the back as well. Top uh, right-hand corner. Yeah, I see it. Uh, pecanha, the finest cut of Brazilian steak, is skewer-grilled with coarse salt to lock in the flavor. Mix in the bright flavors of chimichurri sauce, and you'll be saying, Mice, por favor. That does not sound very Spanish. Not Did I say uh, I was Spanish? No, I have no knowledge. Of anything. And the last option is uh, Chinese Sichuan chicken. Wow. The, the region of Sichuan pepper is is where takeout favorite Sichuan chicken gets its name. Why wait for delivery when you've got the tongue-tingling sensation of mala right here? So, wow. so we're, we're going, in the spirit of the Olympics, we're going international. We're going very international on this thing. We're going all over the place. Uh, we're going to Greece. We're going to China. We're going to uh, Brazil. So I don't know where you guys want to start. Um, why don't we go ahead and start with Brazil, Mark, since uh, you have right. a Brazilian one there and we are in the Rio Games. Let's go ahead and start with that. I have a feeling our our friend Michael Pettacols from Pettacols Brewing, you can listen to the latest episode of Brew Bloods, he made the Thrill in Brazilla beer. He'd probably that's, appreciate this. That's brewbloodshow at gmail.com. Again, this is the pecanha steak and chimichurri sauce. So I don't know what pecanha, what it tastes like. Uh, I don't know that I know what chimichurri necessarily tastes like. I would think maybe so, like Texas Day Brazil when they cut the meat off the big poles. I think that's what they're going for. So I'm guessing we're just going to go see how this compares to steak. Uh, yeah, because it's supposed to be like the steak. I like steak. I like steak too. It's got a nice green bag, uh, which I guess, I don't know if that's Brazilian or not, or if they just... Picked green for no particular reason. I believe it also has a football on it. Well, the Brazilian flag had... <laughs> what? Oh. What was that? What? The Brazilian flag <laughs> has a field of green inset a little, a little, a little, little different the way <laughs> Hey, God. You think there's only one of those? Or? I don't know the way to bring Howard back. <laughs> Alright, so... Interesting. Let's see how steakish these so, taste. Steak. It does smell wise. It has no smell. It does have a fake, um, like steak seasoning for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would say, as far as does it achieve the steak flavor? Sure, it's like the, it's like the Walmart steak from the third-rate farm that has been packing the, the cows into two by two cages that has been expired yeah. for about four weeks. Then it tastes like steak. Man, that tastes a lot more like it than I expected, to be honest. But yeah. I didn't figure like I didn't feel like it would get near it. Is it good steak? No, it's not good steak. But what do you expect? This is Walmart okay, steak. It's a chip. It's so you're not going to get savory steak. You're not going to get wagyu Thomas, beef. Look, they said this is supposed to be some fancy ass Brazilian steak. This is not fancy ass Brazilian steak. This is Actually, BS for steak flavored chips. I think they hit it pretty well. I do too. To be honest, uh, I, I don't think, think pretty it, good. I, I don't think it tastes like old old steak or anything. It's not. I didn't say premium cut quality. You did. You said it was four week old Walmart right. steak, and I'm right on that. No, you're totally wrong on that. This it's not like, that bad. This is like buffet steak. It's not that bad. I don't think so at all. I'm not saying it doesn't taste like steak. It just tastes like Golden Corral steak. No, I don't think so. I don't well, think it's that bad. I don't, I don't think, think so at all. It doesn't taste like old dry steak. 
I just, did I say if, dry? No, if it's Golden Corral, it's going to be old dry steak. You don't know that. On a, on a, under a heat lamp you for don't 10 know hours. That. You don't know that. I do know. Let's go to Golden Corral right now. All right. Stop the show. <laughs> we'll go to Golden Corral. We'll be back It does taste hours. like steak, though. I'll give it that. Not good steak. Not this fancy piranha steak they enjoy down in Bafil. But it's a fucking but chip. It, How much it, is it going to taste is, like high-end quality steak? No I shit. Mean, That's it, what I keep I'm just saying. They, they proclaim that it's some fancy-ass high-end $100 per pound steak. It's not that, it but it does fancy? taste like steak. It says finest cut. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Finest cut. Thank you. Right. Cut, cut with diamond blades. Tell me how the chip could taste more like a finely cut steak. I don't know. Steak. Maybe if we had a better chip maker. That's, a chip brewer. That, man, you're <laughs> you're out of your mind. Damn. You're out of your face. Okay. Okay. On that note, uh, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and head over to China and uh, go with the Szechuan chicken. Now, Mark, we know uh, he's... A, Really into the H-E-B uh, quality of Chinese food, so I think this should at least match that level. We'll see what happens, but I think we'll be able to achieve that. What do you think? Uh, probably. And a chip, I think we can hit that. I think whatever happens, Mark's going to equate it to a cheap version of Szechuan chicken, for sure. Right. Is it supposed to be spicy? Like Szechuan peppers? Uh, yeah, supposedly. So this one has a, uh, I don't know, the bag is kind of the color of Szechuan chicken, I guess. Uh, light orange. Has a couple of, has a picture of Szechuan uh, chicken in the little stereotypical Chinese takeout box. With a couple little fancy chips next to it and a picture of a dragon. It does have a little spice to it, for sure. Absolutely. Definitely has that Szechuan chicken taste to it. I am. Man. This is actually not a bad little chip. Again, I think I'm that hits it pretty well. Extremely impressed by offering number two. I would say this is pretty common for uh, Szechuan takeout. Yeah, it's actually kind of a little big spice on it. Yeah, it's actually a lot more spice than I expected. I expected like a little bit of heat, but I mean that's not like overwhelming or anything. But it's it's enough to say there's definitely a kick to it. Yeah, you can definitely taste more of the heat here than you could taste the meat on the uh, the other one, the Brazil one. <laughs> do you appreciate my King of the Hill reference? I do. Yes. Very much so. Oh, man. I would say that's a way more accurate flavor. There's a tiki masala version of this chip, too. I really want that one. Uh, our local Target did not have that one available, oh, Fuck you, local Target. Yes. For not having Ecto Cooler, too. Yeah, fuck you. And not having Crystal Pepsi. Fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Just fuck you, Target. Fuck you. Went to but, two different places didn't have Ecto Cooler, so Ecto Cooler gets 12 thumbs down for me. What is Ecto, for no availability. What is Ecto Cooler? Oh, bro. It's supposed to be the high C, uh, the... Slimer version of High C. From back in the day, they oh. brought it back. Yeah. I don't... Back believe, when Ghostbusters I mean, was good? I didn't get to... Uh, unlike you high-priced motherfuckers, I didn't get expensive stuff like that, so... <laughs> oh. Look at you, look you at did live in a new neighborhood. Um, I, and you had a hole in your backyard. <laughs> I did have a hole in my backyard. <laughs> but uh, I will Thank say that... for <laughs> continuing to beat that goddamn horse. You, this, the flavor on this one was way more accurate and way better. Way more... I feel like the other one's accurate, too. It's it's less accurate. This is more accurate. And I will say, so far, I'm impressed by the fact that these two flavors are way better than the flavors we got before. Yes. It was supposed to taste like hot lasagna and it tasted yeah. like... Like baked potato or something. It tasted baked like potato, cold yeah, rainwater. Potato. Yeah, yeah, those were not good at all. No, those are terrible. This is a way more successful snack experiment. Well, and both of these have... Um, the loaded potato, I can't remember all the things. Macaroni and cheese was one of them. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Those didn't taste like that. Yeah. They tasted like some odd flavor of that. Both of these taste really, really like what they're trying to 
to pattern the the flavor around. Now, Dustin, it does say that on the bag here it says you can collect miles uh, on your passport to flavor. And you could win every day. Now, how many well, miles have you collected, in, and what exactly is a passport to flavor? <laughs> I don't know. It's, that's a good question. We'll see how many miles three bags give you. I really feel like we already achieved our passport to flavor because we're the taste buddies. Exactly. But we're, and we're enjoying flavor as we're eating the I chips. know. We're always enjoying flavors across the globe. So <laughs> why do we need to collect points? All right. So the last one is the Greek version, the tzatziki sauce. Uh, uh, sorry, it's not tzatziki. It's tzatziki. I don't know. I've heard it pronounced different ways. Uh, I think you're we'll, wrong. We'll go and I'm going to go ahead and agree to disagree with you. Are you Greek? Very Greek. <clears throat> no, you're not. Now, o- this one Opa. does actually have Opa, quite... motherfucker. Oh, well, you got me there. This one's the wavy version, so it's a little bit different. Ooh, and on top nice. of that, it actually does have quite an aroma if you uh, stick your face in that. Yeah, the the Cesar uh, one actually has a little bit of a flavor, but it's like the flavor or the uh, smell of barbecue chips. Yeah. Very oniony. Wow. Yeah. Smells a lot like um, my onion crotch after I run about half a marathon. Okay. That's what you want to hear right before you put it in your mouth. (laughs) Just like when I spread, I just like wring out my minders onto the bathtub and then lick it up to conserve moisture. I feel like the flavor is a lot more subtle in these than it was in the other two. It's definitely there, but I feel like it's more subtle. Kind of tastes like ranch a little bit. Or um, chivy type dip. Yeah, but it's different enough. Um, I don't know if it hits it exactly, but it's it's, it's in the ballpark. Yeah, it's in the ballpark. Now, this one, the bag is blue. It has a picture of a Pegasus, a scroll, um, a dove with a laurel, yeah, the Parthenon, and uh, a picture of some sort of uh, tzatziki sauce, I guess. Man, even though going oh, through all man. three of them. The other thing about the tiki masala is it's the the kettle cooked too. Nobody cares about your tiki masala. Go away. I'm just saying it's nice to have the different kinds. Bro, we're talking about the chips that are in front of us, not the chips that we could. <laughs> not have. the ones we could have. It's the we, ones we do have. We can't talk about the chips that don't exist. We're talking about the ones that we they, know. But I will say you should seek those out if these are any indicator because I will give an overall rating and or uh, comment and say like you guys have been saying having all three of them. They do hit way better than Lay's used to do. No kidding. They're much closer to what they're trying to do. I think what the the I think what they've learned here is that you can't have you can't get any just regular geek off the street here. You have to get your food scientists in, your snack scientists. Yeah. Right. The because other ones were geeks off the street in fairness. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they fi- fired their uh, head chipologist yeah. and got a new one right, in the last they, year or so. They realize you can't just hire the average snack like the average dude off the street. That dude knows nothing. He knows, yeah, yeah, he knows garlic bread, but he doesn't know how to make a chip. He doesn't right. know how to translate bread to chip flavor. No, that guy's an idiot. He's a yes. dumbass. He should never be hired. He should probably just be homeless for the rest of his life. But what they said was, those were all failures. <laughs> There's no reason we shouldn't give him money out because those people are dumb. They probably shouldn't even be living anymore. Probably not. They so probably they, assassinated him, actually. Right, exactly. He probably After had the, the failure of the macaroni and cheese chips. Right. They had uh, Zedric, the Frito-Lay Pepsi assassin. Uh, are also been on the show. He got out there. He took a fresh chip off the line. Then he went as his reward, <laughs> that bastard. And then he went and shot them in the head. The each, fact he can get one, one of those, Be- yeah, because that that was all bullshit flavors. But what we have here is successful science, yeah. successful food science. Well, until now, it's not been that bastard ah! because he's been getting free chips of things that don't really taste like what they say they right. do. Right, that's true. 
until he decided to assassinate these this, people. This is some good food science right here. It really is. This is why we all took home ec, is because we all we all aspired to have these flavors in our mouths. And it's nice to actually get a tasty taste buddies for once. Right. Normally we have shit, so it's Normally good we have to have some good shit. stuff. Absolutely. Or often we do. Not always, but often. And I appreciate the fact that science was applied correctly here. Yes, I agree. Now, ratings, reviews, ratings. thumbs, however you prefer to rate this. Who wants to go first? You, you want to go first, Thomas? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how you want to do it. If you want to do, I guess individually. I'm, gonna, I'm but... just going to go all three. Get two <laughs> flaming thumbs up for me. Wow! It's the first time in God. Yeah, since any time we've had a selection of things that are supposed to taste like X Y Z, that they actually taste Examine your like zipper? that. No, shut up. Yeah. Like your wing. Yeah. Like it actually tastes like. I don't no? know what Mark's big hang up on was on these Brazilian picanha things but <laughs> i think they taste great um all three of them were really good and you know i don't usually as someone who doesn't like to eat chips like by themselves these like if you just had like a ham sandwich with this this would add quite a bit of flavoring to the meal in general uh i think they're every, every one of them was really really good i wash your onion crotch two flaming thumbs up to all three bags and a giant flaming thumb down for disappointment and not having the fourth bag <laughs> So that's a flaming thumb down to you, Target, for not carrying the fork right. bag. Or to you, Dustin, for not being committed to finding it somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not going that far. <laughs> I eat chips in the restroom. <laughs> These will become but... <laughs> part of the regular circulation. But with a sandwich. He always has to have the ham sandwich. sandwich. Exactly. Unless it's tiki masala chips that he's in for it. <laughs> he eats chips in the restroom. Fucking edited drops. <laughs> you want to go next, Mark? Yeah, sure. Uh, I give the, the line, the trio here, the triplets here, because who cares about tiki masala? That's some bullshit flavoring. Get uh, <laughs> out of your mind. I, I will give the line here two thirty flaming five thumbs up because they successfully made something that tasted. You have like, to have the number of thumbs that you can give up <laughs> they, or down or sideways. They made the thing, the chip, taste like the product it was supposed to uh, embody. And uh, now within the, that category. I will say for me, Szechuan is the best of them all. I like the spice kick. It tastes like Szechuan pepper and Szechuan chicken. Uh, next comes the z- tzatziki. Not the tzatziki or whatever tzatziki. dumb crap Dustin said. <laughs> the tzatziki. Because it, nice, it, right. it has a nice onion Just ranchy sort of lamby flavor to it. And lastly, like fall, like in fifth place... Uh, just maybe more like tenth place, just above tiki masala, <laughs> is the steak chip because it, yeah, it tastes like it tastes like steak, and I'll give them that. But it tastes like cheap ass uh, Janet Lee brand uh, four week old expired steak. But it still tastes like it has a steak esque flavor, golden corral steak. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, two thumbs up on the first two flavors, a thumb up and a thumb down on the steak flavor. Dustin, uh, I agree with. Most of what you guys have said, uh, outside of Mark's messed up taste buds about the steak ones, um, <laughs> they all, it, it is amazing that they actually all hit what they said they're trying, they are what we thought they were when we went into it. Right, that's pretty agree. amazing. Um, so, for that, I give Lay's two thumbs up for just doing this and achieving that. Uh, within the actual mix, uh, I actually think that the Brazilian one is probably second for me. Uh, I think it was pretty solid little. It's a pretty solid little chip, and the steak is pretty tasty on it for a chip steak. Um, <laughs> which that's what we're that's what we're going against here. We're not uh, pulling a steak off the grill. This is uh, steak flavored chip, and I think they do a good job. So I'm giving that uh, rating that one second. Um, I will say the Szechuan chicken is probably my favorite too. Hi, 
I'm Joe Kwan. I would give that one uh, two flaming thumbs up individually. The steak one, I would give two thumbs up. Uh, one flaming, one up. And then the uh, the tzatziki, I would give that one two thumbs up. It's good. I don't think it hits it quite as well as the other ones, but it's pretty close. So all of them are good. I don't think you'd be disappointed with any of these if you like any of these flavors. So go grab yourself a bag. And that's, uh, out loud. that's a sponsorship from us, Lays. All right. Well, coming up next, we have a thing with Thomas that we don't really know about right now. You are just a hit telling a tall tale. For the train yard with Thomas the Tank. Have your tickets ready, assholes. What's up, guys? Hey. How's it going? Hey there. Good. Haven't seen you in a while. It's been a little bit. So, let's start a list. How about we say? Let's say it. So. I was thinking about lists uh, earlier this week, and I came up with this one. <laughs> you just sit around and ponder lists? Yes. I was That's thinking I was about doing. lists. I was thinking about doing a list this week. <clears throat> Which, uh, actually, it was a couple weeks ago. It's like counting 10 to 1 and putting so, things in a list. <laughs> so I came up with um, timeout.com has a 100 best sci-fi movies ever. Sounds like a fake website. List. It's not. It sounds very fake. It's not. It's not at all. Timeout.com. Go to it right now as you are. It's a real thing. Is it only for sports? As you were. Is it only for sports timeouts? Uh, no, because this is about movies, so clearly it's not. So, <clears throat> but is this what, it have a sports conversation on it? Is this what uh, no, sports, sports players, <laughs> but thank player you men, for uh, referencing that. This is what sports players look at in their timeouts? Sure, <laughs> of course. So, it's a top 100 <clears throat> list, and <clears throat> I don't want to go through all 100. Really, the top 25 is where I like, kind of wanted to concentrate Why? on, but I gave Why? about 30 additional to that. No, not 30. But are you serious? Yeah, right around 30 additional to that, just to kind of give you a scope of... I basically entered anything that <clears throat> um, that might be relevant to us. So it's 55 of them? Uh, I like those. There are 56 of them total. Oh, okay. well, 55, yeah, minus the first couple That's right. So. Cunt. So we'll start at number 100, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on the earlier ones. I'm just trying to give you a spectrum here, because really, at the end of it, I want to, you know, ask you guys what what was left off this list. This How about list we say is bullshit? So 
number 100 is 1996 Independence Day. This is the top 100 of all time? Top 100 of all time. Okay. Sci-fi movies? Uh, or movies in general? Sci-fi movies. Okay. All right. Well, that's that narrows it down <clears throat> quite a bit. So, sorry, I wasn't listening originally when you described it. Uh, per right. usual. Is now a good Ten, time to speak nine. where you might listen to me? Yeah, I will. So, yeah. uh, right. timeout.com has a top 100 <laughs> sci-fi just, list. Let's just start the segment over again. <laughs> no, don't do that. Anyway, so Independence Day is fuck you. Independence Day is on number 100. Uh, dropping down to number 97 is 1978. Wait, are we supposed to discuss this list? Or are you no, just going to rattle really, like, it off? I just kind of want to breeze through it's the a, first, yeah. you know, up to the top 25. Okay. Just to give you kind of a... I okay. basically listed anything that was relevant, which is, you know, ni- as we know, 1990 or forward. Sure. The yeah. only reason that was cool... <laughs> if- but I destroy that with uh, number 97 on the list is 1978 Superman. Hmm. Oh. Well, uh, that, wait a minute. That's <clears throat> way too far down. I agree. Let's let's just just keep it in mind. This is really just a point of reference here for you. To show to, you how low they rated other things. Yeah, uh, at ninety six you've got two thousands Pitch Black. Uh, at ninety five you've got two thousand five Serenity, which I would of course tell you is way way too low. Agreed. I would also tell you that at number eighty eight Minority Report is ranked too low. Uh, at number eighty two, which I would probably say is a I did love this movie, but. Uh, 2013's Pacific Rim seems to be not. I, I don't know. I would rank definitely Minority Report, Serenity, and Pitch Black above that one. <coughs> I would Pacific definitely, Rim is probably definitely okay down Superman, there. huh? Pacific Rim is probably okay, a little bit lower. It should probably be about 101 below Independence <clears throat> Day. I think that's what I think too. Yeah. Even though I did enjoy the movie, sure. Um, and also at 2013, that's the that's the most recent that comes in on this list. So this uh, this this uh, list is probably a couple years old. Hmm. Uh, and number eighty-one. Well, we're not there yet. Calm down. <laughs> number eight. Definitely not there yet. Number eighty-one. We've got nineteen ninety-nine's The Iron Giant. Sixteen. Hmm. We're not there yet. Calm down. Uh, number eighty. We've got two thousand nine's Star Trek. Two. Which I feel is pretty low. Um, I don't know. That one is the 2009 version. I don't know. Oh, 2009. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm talking correct. about the original. Nope. Uh, nope. <clears throat> yeah, that one should be higher, higher up. Nope. Agreed. Uh, well, nineteen nineteen eighty or whatever. Thing. Far There's lower. only two Star Treks on this list. Two. So that's going to get your that's going to get your two Star Trek two, mark juices two, going here. Two, 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 two. At number one. at number seventy seven, we have 2009's uh, Avatar. At, Which I think you'd probably put in the top five. Uh, I, you would. <laughs> I'd put it in the top ten for sure. Um, at number seventy-five, you have 1983's uh, Return of the Jedi. Never heard of that one. Yeah, me neither. Um, let's see here. At oh, sorry. At seventy-one, you have 2006's The Prestige. Uh, Are you thinking high or low? <clears throat> I just don't think that belongs in the sci-fi category. Oh, dude. Really? Yeah? I think it fits in the category, I but I think too. it's... There's not a magic category. Yeah. I think it could be lower than I think a should, few of these that I have definitely been referenced. Think be much well, it depends. Higher. Are we talking sci-fi or sci-fi fantasy? This is uh, this is mostly... It's not fantasy because there's no Lord of the Rings okay, in here. Okay, then it belongs in fantasy. <clears throat> okay, fine. Whatever. Then it shouldn't be on this list. You know, I this list is bullshit. List. Oh, my God. <laughs> So this is one that I definitely disagree with needs to be in this category because nothing else in this category is. So at number 70, it's got 2008's Iron Man, which I get that, but 
there's no other superhero movie in here, and Iron Man is not the best for sure. That's weird, in my opinion. So I don't get why that's in here. Sixteen. <clears throat> Number sixty-six is sixteen. Nineteen eighty-nine's The Abyss, which I remember loving that movie. Sixty-two is nineteen ninety-eight's where the Wachowski brothers got their storyline from, Dark City. That was a good movie. It was that's Kiefer, right? It was. Yeah, you've seen that, Mark. I have not. Oh, man. You should go back and watch that. That's, I know. that's worth going back to it's watch. It's been on my list it for a long time. really good. Yeah. Uh, number 61 is Probably, 1981's yeah. Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. Never have seen two, I don't think. I I've seen one. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I can't really comment on that. <clears throat> number 59 is 2013's Gravity. Gravitas? I've never seen that. That was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Gravitas? I've heard it was a lot it was of very good IMAX. 3D IMAX. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was one of those movies that you needed to see it in... Like the best format possible, IMAX. A tremendous format. It was tremendous and luxurious. <laughs> Everyone will tell you. I mean, it really did. It's like the best format. It made you really tense in that format. Now, if you were to go back and watch it on the small screen, and <clears> if you TV, watch it on your phone, then it's probably no good. Yeah, your 32 inch uh, tube TV, <laughs> probably not that great. But I'm, I'm talking about like your eight inch phone. It'd be really bad. In an immersive format, yeah, probably not. It was really, really effective. Number fifty two is nineteen eighty seven's Predator again. Ah, great movie. <clears throat> that is yeah, a good. Some movie. people list that as one of their favorites all time. I don't think it's that, but it's definitely it's, deserving. It's of very this solid. List. Uh, number forty nine is nineteen ninety seven Starship Troopers, the original. Uh, I feel like the movie was overrated. It's not no, bad. No, it's not fun. I feel like it's both over and underrated at the same time. Yeah. So because there's a lot of there's a lot about it that's really really great. Yes, I agree. And uh, it was a cheaply made movie. Yes, which, cheaply made, sure. which made it worse. Some great sort of hard sci-fi, um, which was awesome. The problem is it went way too long. Yes, I think that's its main detriment. Is it went way too long? But I thought it was. I mean. For trying to translate it from the Heinlein book, I thought they did a pretty good little job on it. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It just... I don't know that I would put it as high as number 49. No, sure. definitely not. Uh, number 48, above Starship Troopers. Watch Weldon Below Gasket. I choose it's Facebook. 1984's Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, dude, that should be way higher. Oh, Come I on. I, I disagree. Just above... Starship Troopers? Well, I disagree That's way better that, than that. Ghostbusters, better than that. Ghostbusters is fantastic. But I disagree it should be the, any higher on the list. Uh, number 47, 1997's Contact, which I don't Really? Remember. You're going to put Contact about <laughs> Ghostbusters? I don't remember anything about That fucking bullshit I'd movie? I'd put Star Trek Troopers over that, too. Yeah, true. Number 45, where Talk I would going long. way Jesus higher Christ. than this, is... What do you mean? Contact, Contact, like, I think it was actually, what, like two and a half hours? I don't and remember. And it felt like four hours? I don't, I don't remember anything Contact about should probably movie. be, like, number 99 on this no, list. No, it should be, like, number 199. <laughs> I'm saying if it's on this list, God, it should be, like, maybe man. near the bottom. Number 45, which I should be think should be way higher, is 2009's AP. District 9. That was a good movie, yes. Yeah. Number 44, The Wrath of Khan. Way higher. Some movie that nobody knows about. Yes, I think that should be way higher. So that's the second and only other Star Trek movie on this list. Six didn't make the top 100? Yeah, we'll, we'll, Six, we'll get to that point. First we'll contact. Calm down. We'll yeah. get to there. Don't tell me what to do, bro. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, number 43, super overrated to be on this list, is 1990's Total Recall. That's a pretty good little that's, movie, but it shouldn't it. be that high. That's I a good movie, it too. It should not like be a, three years ago and hated it. Well, it's because you don't like anything in the 80s or 90s. It, that's not true. Okay. Um, when were the Star <laughs> Wars movies made? Or Star Trek, for that matter? It uh, shouldn't be above uh, Wrath of Khan, though. I agree. I think it was pretty good, and it's definitely way better than the Colin Farrell remake. Oh, God. Very true. That, that one's like number low, eight, nine, low nine. bar. <laughs> 
Number 42 is 1997's The Fifth Element. Super great That's movie. a good movie. That is a good movie. Number 40 is 2008, and I think the only uh, 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 cartoon addition to this list, Wally. One Iron Giant on there. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. There's two of them. My <clears> bad. <throat> Uh, number that was live action. You didn't. See, oh yeah, see totally that live action. Uh, number thirty six is twenty tens Inception. Sure. Yeah. That should be that should be up here. Sure. Yep. Number thirty four is a movie I still haven't seen. Nineteen ninety Galaxy Quest. That's that's a, a very good movie. But again, you can't. That's what I've heard. You can't put. It's a good movie. It's funny, but you can't put it above something like Wrath of Khan, of which it is a parody. The guy. That's sure. bullshit. I agree. Uh, number 32 is 1997's Gattaca, which I remember thinking was a good movie, but I think it's kind of high on this list based off yeah. of what I remember. I don't remember it. Especially when you consider what impact has it had upon <clears throat> on society, pop culture society. Well, it, and, very and not just pop culture yeah. society, but sci-fi yeah. society, really. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number 30, probably not deserving to be on this list just because it's not really science fiction, is Jurassic Park. Uh, that's science fiction. It's, it's more not, fantasy than science fiction, though. Uh, but it doesn't postulate magic. It postulates it all upon science, so it is sci-fi. Okay. I mean, fantasy, I think it's more like Lord of the Rings with magic rings and Saurons and, you know, okay. magic swords. But Okay. Whatever you say. But Jurassic Park is great. Should be all right, there. so sure. top 25. Right out of the gate. Uh, okay. At, in 1987, Robocop, 18. which I think is... Far inferior to a lot of the things that have already been named on this list. It is. It is. Uh, I and this is number. I might put it in the top twenty-five, depending on what else is in this list. Because sure. it was a, it was a landmark film. It was very well done for its budget. It was very. It's a hard R, uh, which was appreciated. I think it's a great film. Oh, and, yeah. and it had a lasting impact, unlike <laughs> some of the others on this bullshit list. Dustin. Uh, yeah, I I would put things like Wrath of Khan and a couple other options Absolutely. above this one, but of course. um. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it's deserving definitely to be in the top 100. I just don't know if it needs to be number 25. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a really solid movie. Um, I never did watch the remake that you guys watched. Oh, God. And I, was... and I don't think I'm going to, based on everything you I've should. heard you about. You totally it. should. Yeah. It's worth your time. <laughs> I mean, we did get a lot of hits off of that since Mark <laughs> kept paying for the ad. But, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't didn't appeal to me much. But yeah, I, I did enjoy that. He looked like Mr. T, yeah. but Indian. Yeah. <laughs> So moving on and, to number And Mark 20. likes to drive around the old high school uh, in downtown Dallas where they filmed RoboCop, too. Yep. Just for old memories. So moving on to number 24 is 1995's 12 Monkeys, which I Ah, Dustin's seen. first date with his wife. Oh, there you so go. That was, uh, I don't know if it deserves to be quite this high. It's pretty weird. And they did make a new TV series off of it, which I've also not seen, but... I've heard the TV series is really good. <laughs> the movie really? was... Yeah. The movie was good. It's just kind of like you said, I don't know. Well, I guess if it spun a tv series maybe did have a bigger impact uh on sci-fi it was at least popular enough to warrant that so i don't know again probably in the top 100 but i don't know if it should be quite this high above some of these other ones especially like your jurassic parks and some other things have been on here yeah yeah number uh 23 is 2001's artificial intelligence another movie that i have not seen it seems like the common theme that I've heard about this movie is that boring. It was decent until like the last twenty minutes, and then it what was this went again? Way off the rails. Two thousand one. Artificial intelligence. Oh, no, that artificial intelligence. Not. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said two thousand one or some reason. Hell, AI. Yeah, AI was bullshit. 
Okay. Wow. They, it it was decent until the very yes. like last very last twenty minutes. Yes, I agree. And then yeah, that's like, the original what, point you just came out with. That what, like what the hell is going on with this guy underwater? And then yeah. it just ends, and you're like, uh, I haven't seen it since it came out. I was so pissed off by it. I that. think you yeah. and I went and saw yeah, that. We did, and we both walked out like, what the fuck's going on? And we did the popcorn trick on each other. We did. At the same time. Sure. Hey, you want some popcorn? Yeah. Do you want some popcorn? <laughs> Too large, please. Oh, That's no, what we, we do every time. We ordered the kid size. It's really weird. <laughs> Number 22 is 2004's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. That's I, a great movie. It's a great movie. It's, again, it's hard. It's, it's, it's like. difficult in this genre. Yeah. It's, um, it's barely sci-fi. Sure, I guess if you really want to put it in sci-fi, I'll, uh, maybe, because it has fictional technology but a, yeah i don't know it's more just drama than yeah really it is it's drama with a little sci-fi element yeah yeah it kind of fits it's just not square in the it's middle it's kind of like this. um god what's the name of that movie good call <laughs> that yep. one that one 21 <laughs> 1985's back to the future sure agreed yeah the movie's yeah. awesome yeah, yeah i don't i don't have any qualm with that being the top 25 20 is 1956's Forbidden Planet. Never have seen it. Uh, neither have I, but that's uh, not a shock to anybody. can't say I've seen it either, but I would be willing to watch it, even though it's pre-1990, but I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, number 19 is 1986's The Fly. Yeah, that's... That's a, a solid movie. It, that's like a sci-fi horror movie. It's hard to put it in... I tend to think it more of a horror movie than a sci-fi movie, but... It's definitely a sci-fi, though. It's sci-fi Yeah, based. it's got a hi-fi... It's like... It's a nice blend of the two, but yeah... And a hi-fi, like you said, but... It's definitely... It could sit in either category, but I'll allow it. <laughs> You'll allow it for this list you didn't this create? It's bullshit. It's popular enough to definitely warrant a top 25 rating. <laughs> Number 18 is 2006 Children of Men. 18. 18. Yes, uh, it, yes it was good, but I question how much impact it really had on sci-fi legacy. And <laughs> it was good, but sure. eh, does it have an impact? Does it do a lot of people really talk about it? No, not that much. They did when it came out. It was it was pretty heavy on critical acclaim when it came out, because I remember being underwhelmed the first time I saw it, and then seeing it again and being like, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. It just I enjoyed it, was it, but... super hailed when it came out. It was good, but eh, you know. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't and have. You know, it doesn't have a. Know. It doesn't have a strong legacy to true sit upon. I don't know. Have you seen it again recently? No, exactly. Okay, well there Cut. you go. But I'm just saying, it's never really. Maybe it's rarely in the conversation when you're talking like sci-fi, good sci-fi. I don't feel like that's necessary. <laughs> that's uh, Mark though. Number Cut. seventeen is 1972 Solaris. I never have seen the original nor the remake. Neither. I'm in the same boat. The, the like, remake is a flaming piece of shit. But I've oh, never. Really? I've never seen the first one. I haven't so heard. if the first one's anything like the second one, it should be number one million and not even uh, in the top 100. It's 1972, so I think we can know that I'm not going to be watching it anytime soon. <laughs> number 16 is 1991's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. One of the top sci-fi oh, yeah. movies for sure. Sure. That deserves to be up there. Makes and sense, right? as much as I enjoyed the original Terminator, Terminator 2 is the far superior Terminator film. It's way better. I agree. Way and better pace. We're going to find out a very negative thing about this list at some point. Terminator but. 3 better not be up there above it. Oh, or, okay. or Terminator let's Salvation. Calm, let's calm down about that. So, <laughs> or Genesis. Number 15 is 1979's Stalker, which I know absolutely nothing about. I've never seen that. Neither I haven't have seen that either. Number 14 is one that surprised the shit out of me because I looked at multiple lists just in 16. kind of comparing this one to see... Not only what this one has, but if there's anything else that's not on here that I wanted to say after we get done with it. 
Um, and this movie, 2009 Moon, is mm. on like every list. And I've Sam never Rockwell. heard of this movie before. So. Yeah, I would say it's hard. You do have to consider legacy. And yeah, that has not had a big legacy footprint. But I will say from a movie, a movie perspective, Moon is really good. <clears throat> and I would highly recommend it. It's a really cheap sci-fi movie. It's about a guy that's stranded on a moon <laughs> so, base. That would, mean, that would be your same argument with Children of Men then. Yeah, but Moon's a good way movie better. or not. Yeah, but it, again, I would yeah, say but this time he likes it, so it shouldn't it be that. No, I'm saying it shouldn't be that high in the list because it ha- hasn't had that much of a legacy. Okay, well, that's what I was going to say, though. I mean, it could be a good movie, but yes, it's no well, effect. it's the same yeah. thing about Children of Men. It's it's yeah. it's a good movie. But I know that's it doesn't what have I'm legacy. saying. I know, but that's what I'm, I'm bringing saying. It back to that. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm making sure you're saying that because it, it shouldn't be that high. Saying that. But that's what I'm saying. I'm a Nazi. Wow. All right. Has nothing to do with anything. There's no getting around that statement. Random statement. So number 13 is, I don't think anybody's going to argue with this, 1999's The Matrix. The first Matrix definitely should be in Yeah, the first one, for sure. Yeah. Um, I would say that maybe should be a little bit higher, actually. Well, we'll see. We'll see what you feel about all the rest of them. What the fuck? It's not The Matrix. (laughs) No. And really loud. Number 13 is 1999... Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Number 12 is 1982's The Thing. I'm ashamed to say I've never seen that movie. It's a good movie. Me either. Is that Stephen King? Uh, I don't remember, No, actually. it's uh, John Carpenter. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's All a good right. movie. Um, I think it's definitely at staying power. People still reference it. Yeah. So yeah. I would see it. I would see it being up there. Number 11 is also from 1982, and it's E.T., yeah, deserve it deserves to be up there for sure. Now, yeah, I don't think there's any argument there. Killer commentary. I mean, it's just it fits. It's sure meets all the criteria. Although for this. I will say Spielberg watered it down with uh, his re-release where he replaced all the guns with walkie-talkies. That what made, you didn't hear about that? No. When they remastered the film for Blu-ray, Spielberg replaced all the guns in the movie with walkie-talkies. <laughs> well, that's stupid. That's weird. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It's just a timepiece. Like I know, but oh God, God forbid we offend somebody. Oh no, and guns still exist now. All the time, I know. That's really weird. We're not in Star Trek time. There's plenty of films out there that are, if you look at them now, are extremely racist or pandering or whatever. But you have to put them in the time of that was society. It sucks, but that's the way it was. And so you're smoking the bandit loaf. Exactly. That's a good example. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. I love smoking the bandit. And it has a lot of racist stuff in it. Yes, it does. Number 10 came out in 1980, The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it should be way higher. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Number, I mean, is there any sci-fi series that has more impact than Star Wars? I think that's hard to argue. pretty much a number one on society. Hard to so. argue. I would say, to me, that's still my favorite of the uh, Star Wars movies. Star Wars. Number nine. For some damn reason, the 1984 is the Terminator is way higher than Terminator 2, which doesn't make any sense to me. <clears throat> Probably just because it's the original version. And... I just don't, I don't care, though. It's not yeah. anywhere near as good a movie. I'm sure that's why they're justifying it, though. Maybe. It was the original breakthrough version and all that. Yeah. But yeah, 2 is better. Um, number 8 is 1927's Metropolis, which I can tell you right now. There's I still have no that. Yeah. seen. That's one of those I should have seen. I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, did I say that was number seven or number eight? What's number eight? 16. Who knows? Number seven 18, is 1985's 18. Brazil. I still that's another one I want to see, but I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it either. 
I know Draft House has shown that a few times, but uh, never made it out for that. Number six, from too far down on the list, is 1977 Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> hot opinion for me. I think that's my least favorite of the original three. I would agree. It's not Ooh. a hot opinion. That's uh, that's a fact. Is what that is. I think I think well, a lot of people think it's better than six. Well, and, um. But I think six is better. It's good serving. And uh, Return of the Jedi being number seventy-five is preposterous to me. But whatever. Yeah. Um, number five, nineteen eighty-six is Aliens. Yeah, sure. I could see Aliens being up here. I can, but <clears throat> we'll get to that in a minute. Number four is nineteen seventy-seven's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Never have seen it. I need to see mm, it. Have I. That was that was pretty good. Uh, definitely a classic. Um, and it was it was it's worth a watch for sure. I think it's had a lot of societal references to it, if we're still putting that criteria on there. But um, I don't know. It's quality. I probably wouldn't put it quite this high. I'd probably I'd put it in the top 100, but not in the top 25, probably. Yeah. Number three, and ridiculous that two of these are above all Star Wars movies. Short Circuit. Short Circuit 1979's Alien. Alien is great. That's, yeah. a, that's a great little sci-fi okay. horror movie. I get it, but Alien mm. and Aliens being above all Star Wars movies oh, is look, I, to me. I agree with you there. I but. think they're both good movies. But yeah, yeah too. Being, But being higher, yeah. And they should probably both be in the top 25, but yeah. and not top, that high. The top two are complete bullshit. <laughs> uh, number two, 1982's Blade Runner. Two. Man, that is like one of the most overrated sci-fi movies of all time, Critics in my opinion. just fucking love that I know. movie. I gotta agree. Reason. Like I uh, from a visual perspective, I think it's very impressive. And the sure. the the uh the auditory is also really good too. Like the 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 soundtrack the which visual is effects, definitely 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Is really really good, but the storyline and the like I remember watching that movie like three or four times. D- Dustin had it on uh DVD like yeah. when DVD was first a thing. Right. And I remember watching it like two or three times before I ever got through the fucking movie. Yeah, it's, it's so really fucking boring. Slow. Yeah. And there's like 4000 versions of it. Yeah, um, I know. That have come out and they're they're remaking it or they're I'm sorry, they're making a sequel to it now. Yeah. That's stupid. Like Yeah, I just yeah, maybe it's just kill, highly highly overrated. Maybe they'll kill Han Solo in that sequel. <laughs> <too. Where> we, <laughs> I'm sorry, you got you, you need to have one more, right? Number 1. One more. Number one is one you named earlier, 1968's 2001 A Space Hot. fuck this list. That's complete uh, possible. I'm not surprised they did that, but man, that movie, that's another very it's overrated movie. Uh, it's it's interesting, I guess, on some level, this but... This list is bullshit. To let you know, this Solaris is, is basically a way more boring version of 2001 Space Hot. Oh, Odyssey. good. Good, good, good. So, if you didn't think that was boring enough, go watch Solaris. So, there's a couple of things, uh, about ten movies I listed here, maybe more, uh, that bothered me that they weren't on this list. Obviously, Marcus mentioned, you guys both mentioned Obviously. before already, was Star Trek Six should have been on here this list for sure. Absolutely. And Star Trek First Contact should have been on, like, <laughs> those two are amazing. Oh, yeah. Really, really good movies. Yeah, First Contact's great. I get why the original, why any of the other next-gen movies and movies of the original three through five are not on here for sure, but sure. Six but and look. First Contact should definitely be on this list somewhere. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Over fucking Independence Day. All the Star Trek else. movies yeah. are way better than uh, 2001. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll even give you, I'll even tell you this, Star Trek V is even better than 2001 A Space Odyssey. And Blade Runner. Sure. So the, Well, both of those movies are not that great, but they're just critically <clears throat> acclaimed. Another one, uh, another one that I thought of was Equilibrium. I, think, I don't know if you guys have seen that yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, Christian Bale. Love that film. I still have Dave's DVD of that. Where was... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Where was Superman 2 in this list? Oh, yeah. There was no Superman 2, which is... I mean, maybe I'm the only one here, but I thought Superman 2 was drastically better than the original oh, Superman. Absolutely. Oh, I yeah, mean, I there, was, there was some silly stuff, but not anything nearly as silly but as... You had the especially the Donner cut. bad guys. The Donner yeah. cut was really good, too. Yes. Absolutely. So I don't, I don't get that at it. all. Uh, because I thought of Equilibrium, I also thought of Reign of Fire. Going down the Christian... Bale catalog here. You guys may or may not agree with that, but I loved that movie. It's a good movie. I'll tell you another uh, movie. Top 100? Sure. I'd put it in the top 100. Another sci-fi movie that's better than 2001 A Space Odyssey. Short Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? That makes me think of... Um, what the hell was that new Short Circuit? It wasn't Short Circuit, but it was the guy who did um, District 9. Uh, Chappie? Uh, Chappie. That movie was fucking great. I still watched that. I have Dude, it. Dude, you gotta it. watch it. It is fucking great. It is really, really good. That's District 9 is better shit. than 2001 Space Odyssey. No shit. Every, almost everything. God, District 9 Where was so Last good. Starfighter? Uh, I've got that on my list, actually. The, I can understand... Where's Lady Hawk? The Last oh, Starfighter is... The Last Starfighter is very, very cheaply made compared to pretty much everything else on this list. So I can understand why somebody wouldn't put it in there, but <laughs> I definitely listed it Okay, one. here's one. Uh, Escape from New York. Where's that can one? We, can we... Yeah. Can we let me run through my list and then you can name? Well, some you as well? Ha- you had the uh, the opportunity to prepare a list. I'm just picking them out. Okay. of I may put Star Wars Episode Three over 2001 okay, Space Odyssey. So obviously, <laughs> Star Wars Revenge of the Sith was one of mine too because yeah. that one was fucking great. Um, I also put- the Force Awakens. Like, sure, this list is not that new. So, but obviously, I would put Force Awakens in any list. With Revenge of the Sith was there right though. Now. Yeah, it wasn't in here though. Yeah. Uh, Interstellar is another one I came up with, which I really liked that movie. Oh, Ex, yeah. Ex Machina, which is obviously probably a little bit too new. Looper. That was good. Um, Sunshine was, good. was fucking incredible movie. Yeah, that was good, too. Uh, Snowpiercer with uh, Chris Evans was <clears throat> Some watch that freaking yet. fantastic. Uh, you should awesome. watch that, dude. Yeah. And then I also put Edge of Tomorrow, although Mark might argue with me on that one because he's... No, I actually like that movie quite a bit. Oh, okay, I didn't think you did. I don't know if it deserves to be top 25, but Not it's top 25, but this is the top 100, the top yeah. 100. And there was a whole bunch of most, you know, I didn't go through all of the 100. There was about 30 more irrelevant pieces of shit that were in this list <laughs> that I was like, I don't even want to talk about those movies. Sure. So, uh, and, you know, the movies that I listed and we've already talked about, like those weren't on the list at all, which is preposterous. So, Mark, <clears throat> did you have some... Some yeah, additional ones you wanted some, to add to that? Thing, the, thing, things that should be in there. The Rocketeer. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good... I didn't even think about that. Fly the Navigator, Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, probably a little bit too new, but yeah. Well, but here, that's the thing. That may be too That's why Iron too. Man, I didn't agree with it being on this list and why superhero movies shouldn't have been on this list because it would have just taken over the list in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. But then yeah, Iron Man shouldn't have been on here. Uh, another movie that's better than 2001, Tron, the original Tron. Just from a visual perspective, was it's a it's not a good movie, but it's still better than two thousand one. How about oh, Dune? Uh, Dune, yeah. Well, I don't know. That's another classic, though, that I'm surprised was not in the top twenty five. I think it actually is in this list somewhere. I just didn't is put it? it in there. Okay. Yeah. I think that one was on this list. Somewhere. Yeah, I, w- I would probably put Flight of the Navigator in there personally. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And for that, well, it's probably a Neverending Story is probably more just straight fantasy than sci fi. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty complete. I would definitely change up the order and make it better because it's it's a terrible list well, as it stands. But if you want to put 2001 Space Odyssey in the top 100, I guess just for just because cultural of its impact, cultural, yeah, 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 you put it in there somewhere, but not, not number, number one. one. No, fuck not no. even in the top 25. No. And again, it may be too new, but Mad Max Fury Road would be a good one. Yep, that would be a good one. Um, it's funny, Mad Max Two made it, but not Mad Max One. Yeah, that is interesting. 
That's that's strange to me. Yeah, Escape from New York is a very good one. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. It's, it should be in there. Wild Wild West with Will Smith. <laughs> Men in Black. <laughs> All Actually, three Men in Black. <laughs> you know what? I would take the original Men in Black over 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, uh, Serenity was too low. Pitch I mean, a lot of the Minority Report's one of my favorite, like, just offshoot sci-fi movies of all time. That's a solid movie. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of things that were rated way too low, and then <clears throat> obviously things rated way too high. What about the um, the original Planet of the Apes, or the modern incarnations of the Planet of the Apes? There were no modern incarnations. I think the original one had the second one listed in this list somewhere that I just didn't call out. Just because they were so influential. Yeah, yeah they definitely sure. were. I don't think the new Planet of the Apes were in them, but I loved both of the. Where's new Spaceballs versions. on this list? Good point. Spaceballs <laughs> was not on here. You're right. Galaxy Quest was, but Spaceballs yeah. wasn't. If you're gonna put parodies on there, that should be in there. That's true. That is that is a very good point. That's a good surveying. You just going oh, through lists. Here's of stuff. one. Attack the block. That should definitely that was, be on there. That was actually on here somewhere. Okay. I haven't seen it. Uh, I didn't know that you guys had either. It wasn't in the top twenty-five though. Hmm. That's a pretty damn good little cheap sci-fi movie. It's got uh, John Boyega. What about Cloverfield? It, right? Or is that totally fantasy? Well, no, that's... Monsters, right? Horror yeah, fantasy well, there? It, it depends. Do you put Godzilla movies in that category? I don't know. Well, Godzilla wasn't in here in any form or fashion, uh-huh. so no. All right. That's straight fantasy. Well, Cloverfield Lane had to do with aliens and stuff, so I guess maybe that isn't... There you go. That's sci-fi. If you haven't seen uh, Primer, by the way, that's a damn good sci-fi Primer? movie. Primer? Yeah, it was made here in Dallas. It is one of the more confusing time travel movies i've ever seen but man is it good i think that was actually on this list somewhere damn too. good movie where's hardcore henry on this oh i'm going off it's not going off a little bit so where's schindler's list <laughs> can i throw up a random sci-fi topic that i just think is kind of sure. interesting uh Why speaking not? of star wars because i think everyone here likes star wars i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure everyone does good star call. wars I, I think it's funny there's like one of those memes going around uh that's talking about where rogue one is in the uh in the timeline and they they're trying to clarify for people that have no idea that think it's going to be, you know, have all the people from it's episode 7. It's not that seven. hard to understand where it is on the timeline. I know, but I'm just saying, they put it in the timeline, and they put it, you know, saying it's going between 3 or 4, or 3 and 4, but in the main, they say, there's really no need to discuss these movies and, and uh, etch out 1 through 3. I'm like, where it is in the timeline and the fact that 1, 2, and 3 are in the official timeline, there's probably going to be some reference to events oh from God. 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> so you cannot not discuss those. Even if you hate those. First of all, Darth Vader's in it, who's in 1, 2, and 3. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. Like, you can't... It's ridiculous. Even if you want to say you hate those, you still got to acknowledge, acknowledge they're there, and uh, they're going to be discussed. And the third one was good. The third one is ranked up there with uh, 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 Return of the Jedi as far as quality and shit. So like, The third could have been even better with a better director. But yes, it's uh, out of the three, it was definitely good. But it wasn't the director. It was True. it was it was the director, but it wasn't the that he, he it, it wasn't that it could have been better with it could have been better with yeah. the director. But he also had Spielberg ghostwriting with him on that. So <laughs> yeah, the movie true. ended up way better because he went, Oh my god, everybody's saying I'm shit the first two movies. <laughs> Especially two. Yeah. Two is both so horrid. Both yes, yes. I mean one's bad too, but two is oh my god. God. Anyway. Don't you think that's weird, Mark, that they're trying to say they're just going to ignore those and just go right to Rogue One? Yeah, because people are morons. They are stupid. People are so dumb. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. So. Anyway. That was a list. We so. So. Fun destroying. So. Yeah, we definitely so. did. That was a pretty good little, pretty good little list. It was, a, it was, you know, there were some disagreements, but for the most part, it was, uh, you know, it, it had a lot of good contents in it, for it's, sure. It's a yeah. It's less bullshit than a lot of lists we've done on here before. 
So, so timeout.com. <laughs> out. Go, well, out, if you want to call out, us, you can call us out. some number that I can't remember right now because Dustin probably has it at the tip of his Four, fingers. Six, nine. Is it the same one as we had before? Yeah, 469-665-9827, I believe. Yeah. You got it. You can email us at brew, I'm sorry, brickroomshow at gmail.com. Uh, we are The Brick Room on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We are Brick Room Show, although we never post pictures anyway, so who cares? <laughs> KTBR Break Room. Well, thanks for joining us for yet another episode of The Break Room. We refuse Is to die. with you? We'll catch you guys uh, in two weeks-ish the for the next episode of The Break Room. <laughs> Maybe. If we even Maybe. come back. Okay, you want to hit this? Do you want to make love in the break room? Is that Galifianakis? Stuck vegetables in my ass. Shove it in my ass. <laughs>